Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Let everybody stay where they are. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. I'm proud of what I've created. It was radical. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Garbage in, garbage out. Pedro Fernandez. We've got the excitement here that we look for. Mm, damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I'm the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio Airways, having defended that title now for better than 28 years. And straight up today, we're talking two hours of combat sports, one hour of boxing, one hour of MMA on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Our boxing guest this hour will be the Tiger, Tony the Tiger Lopez, two-division, three-time world champion of Sacramento, California, 23 years ago last week. He defeated Rocky Lockridge for the IBF 130-pound championship. That was his first world title, and he sold out Arco Arena. So we'll talk with Tony, the Tiger, about history, Sacramento, and what he's doing today in 2013, right here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The MMA Hour. We're talking about the UFC on Fox 8. Straight up, Rory McDonald. Disappointing. Disappointing. I watched him fight Jake Ellenberger, and I was so disappointed. I mean, I thought Rory was like the beast, the next... The next amazing specimen, next Brock Lesnar type. I mean, he was, he, I just thought he was a killer, a beast. Last night, he looked a little passive. Anyway, we'll talk UFC and MMA in hour number two on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You want to join us on the toll free, you can. 1 800 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 7529. Big car to boxing. <clears throat> HBO doing their thing last night from the ATT Center in Texas and the. Uh, a little bit bad officiating at times, but pretty good fights. We'll talk boxing in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next hour, we're talking MMA. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the iHeartRadio Network. Take that back. iHeartRadio.com slash talk. You can add Ring Talk to your daily pulse. Thank you so much. of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Hey guys, do you know your testosterone levels? Why not? Each year, declining testosterone robs more of your energy, drive, motivation, and yes, it even affects your romantic life. 
Take control of your testosterone levels and give us a call. Progene, the leading testosterone supplement found at GNC, Rite Aid, and other national retailers, is actually giving you a free one-month supply with this exclusive radio-only offer. But only if you call today. So if you'd like to feel younger like you did in your 20s, call now to try Progene risk-free and feel more power, performance, and passion with Progene. Don't believe us? We'll even prove it works. Ask about our at-home testosterone test kits and see for yourself what Progene can do for you. Call one 800 520-6489 for details. With over 20 million tablets sold, you too can get back in the game with ProGene. That's 1-800-520-6489. Again, that's 1-800-520-6489. Studies show that as many as 90% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D, making it one of the most common health concerns in the world. But all of that is about to change because now there's BioD Supreme, the absorbable vitamin D. This unique vitamin D spray quickly and easily provides a therapeutic level of vitamin D you need every day. Just a few sprays a day delivers 5,000 IU of vitamin D, the same amount recommended by doctors. Traditional vitamin D pills can lose up to 90% of their potency as they pass through our system. But BioD Supreme uses amazing new oral spray technology with a fully optimized blend of vitamin D and all the key cofactors so you get the vitamin D you need absorbed into your bloodstream in just seconds. Stop wasting your money on pills and get the spray. Call now and find out how to get your free 30-day bonus supply of BioD Supreme. Call 1-800-709-7805. That's 800-709-7805. Again, 800-709-7805. Call now. Boxing is an unnatural act. Because everything in it is backwards. You want to move to the left. You don't step left. You push on the right toe. To move right, you use your left toe. Instead of running from the pain like a sane person would do, you step into it. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. One of my favorite tunes. Happy about that, Tower of Power, because I'm happy about being here right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, mixed martial arts. This hour, we're talking boxing straight up. Last night, Showtime delivered. I said it was HBO, but it was Showtime. Here's what's up. Showtime is sneaking up on HBO. They're snatching away fighters. I mean, promoters have, uh, have declared war with the networks. Bob Arum and Top Rank, they're going with HBO. Golden Boy and Oscar De La Hoya and his crew. Richard Schaefer and, of course, the CEO, the guy that really calls the shots there, they're going with Showtime. And Floyd Mayweather's going with Showtime. So all of a sudden, Showtime's looking real good. Steven Espinosa, the vice president of sports programming over there, the guy that I told him, man, you need to keep Ronda Rousey. You need to keep, he should have kept Strike Force just for Ronda Rousey. He should have made a deal with the UFC just to keep uh, Strike Force on Showtime just for Ronda Rousey. Straight up, that one event, that one attraction. But he let it go. Didn't think it was worthy enough. And guess what? He's going to get it uh, big time as far as MMA is concerned because Showtime's not doing any MMA. And, of course, MMA is now with uh, the USC and pay-per-view. The UFC's got everything. USC, more USC and MMA in hour number two. Straight up last night, AT&T Center. Good-looking crowd. Fantastic-looking crowd. On top, Andre Berto. Remember Andre? Kid from Jamaica originally living in uh, Florida. was considered the... You know, like an Arab, like, oh, they were talking about whispering Ray Leonard and stuff like that. I mean, they really were whispering Ray Leonard. Come on. Anyway, uh, flash in the pan. 
lost three fights now. Got lit up by Victor Ortiz. They had a war. He went back and forth. No question about that. Robert Guerrero drugged him. Here's what's up. He thought he was uh, he was going to walk in and like, slap Robert around. That's what he thought because Robert had fought like at 126 pounds, 130 pounds, 135 pounds. So he thought he would just go in there and slap him around. It didn't happen that way. Okay, it just, I mean, basically, uh, Robert rose to the occasion, and Berto thought he was going to take it easy. So he lost his second fight. And then last night, he hooks up with uh, Jesus Chavez, uh, Caress, and, uh, you know, Caress is not the, not the greatest fighter in the world. He just isn't. He's not a fighter you would say, well, you know, that guy's going to be world champion. That guy's, no, nah, he's a good, solid, solid 10-round fighter. No question about that. But, man, man, oh, man, did he put a whooping. On Andre Berto, he just just drilled him. I mean, that's like he's not the second coming of Salvador Sanchez. I mean, his record is like twenty eight and eight, three draws, eighteen KOs. Berto now drops to twenty eight and three, twenty two wax. They fought at one hundred forty seven pounds. You know, Berto's like that 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 turkey. You know, on Thanksgiving, stick a fork in it. It's done. He is done. I'm telling you, he is done. Referee John Shirley put him out of his misery. John Shirley, the great referee out of Sacramento, California. Speaking of Sacramento, we'll go to Tony Lopez in just a couple of minutes as he is on hold waiting for me to get done with his news break. And the bottom line is we'll bring in the Tiger, the bail bondsman nowadays, the former world champion, just a couple of minutes to get through this main event. Um, straight up, Omar Figueroa. You're probably going to remember that name. Kid looked good last night. He took on a kid named Nahito Arakawa. Arakawa came from Japan, the best Japanese lightweight. They said he was 24-1. and Now he's 24-2. and He lost a 12-round unanimous nod. I mean, across the boards, the scores were like, 119, 109, those crazy, crazy scores. But that's how one side of the fight was as far as the scorecards were concerned. The fight in the ring was different. It was a closer fight than the scores. We'll get to the more scores a little bit later into the show, but this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We are proud to bring in the Tiger from Sacramento, California, Mr. Tony Lopez. How are you doing, Tony? Good, Pedro, man. How you been? I'm doing all right. How's your wife? Uh, she's doing great, man. She's keeping me out of trouble. I'll keep her, I keep her busy. Okay, so what's the story? Now, now let's, get, let's get to the bail business. I always got questions for you. What's new? Do you know anything crazy lately? There's so much crazy stuff going on in this bail bonds business. And, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. If people just started paying attention to what's going on around them, I feel more safer in Mexico than I do here. Whoa. That way. Are you serious? I'm, I'm dead serious. Sacramento? Oh my goodness! No, just anywhere in the, st- in the United States, man, it's get, it's getting ugly, you know. And, and, and oh, okay, all right. What, what, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think's behind all this? I mean, we got the white. We we, we got the 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 uh, some people thinking they're going to arm up against the government. The government's going to come after. And then we got the thugs with guns. What's going on? You know, it's, there's just a whole lot of uh, other. Just, there's just a lot of things that people. Really, I mean, it's out there, and people put it in their faces. But you know what? People aren't checking into it. You know, since I'm in front of a computer all day, you know, right, doing the Belmont thing, I'm in front of a computer all day, so I, I check things out. And, and, and you know, even when I'm out and about, you know, I start checking things out. I mean, you know, what, what was it, 10 years ago, 10 years ago maybe, uh, flying back from uh, Las Vegas, and you, if you fly back at night to Sacramento, from Vegas to Sacramento, you know, you're going over the, the Nevada desert, right? And I'm always looking out, you know, I flew back at night quite a, quite a few times, and I never really, it's just desert, right? There's thousands of miles of darkness, right? Yep. Well, in the last, I couldn't tell you, in maybe five, six, five, six, five, six years, something like that, maybe seven years, if you sit at the right side of the plane, you know, you're over the wing and you can see down and you're at the window, you're flying somewhere that's like maybe five minutes before, maybe six minutes before you turn left to come to Sacramento from the Nevada desert. Now you can see a prison down there, something like a prison. Mm-hmm. It's all lit up. 
It's in the middle of the desert. There ain't nothing around. For, for as far as your eyes can see at night, there's not a light in sight, right? What is it? You know, uh, I don't know. I, maybe, it's, maybe it's me. I don't know. Because I look up all this. I look up, uh, you know, concentration camps. I look up, I look up everything, you know. Uh, when I hear about it, I, I check it out. I, I, you know, check out all kinds of websites. And to me, it, it's in the middle of the desert. There's nobody there. It, it's a compound where it's to keep people in because you can see the barbed wire plain as day at night because it's all lit up, right? Mm-hmm. Barbed wire is facing inside oh, at the top way. of the fence, which is to keep people in. If it's facing outside, it's to keep people out, right? Well, this barbed wire is facing in, so it's to keep people in. Well, you're in the desert with, you know, from as far as your eyes can see at 30,000 feet, there's not a light inside anywhere, so there's nothing there, you know? So what is it? My thing, it's a concentration camp, you know? And if you read a concentration okay. camp, right. that'll scare you. All right, you know? concentration camps, Tony Lopez is a conspiracy. <laughs> you're, you're a conspiracy guy. I guess I am to yes, an extent. Sir. All right, let's just change gears for a second. Um Man, the Rocky Lockridge fight wasn't. I, I, I called you and said it was twenty five years, but it was twenty three years, right? Eighty eight. I don't know. That's 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 twenty eight. Eighty eight is twenty five. I had it right. Your wife. I think your wife. <laughs> your wife. Your wife told me I was wrong. And see, see you can't tell her that. She'll she'll never believe it. She does. That's what she. Wrong. That's what she told me. She goes, no, no. I said it was twenty five years. But she goes, no, no. I think it's twenty three. And I went, I think it's 25. She goes, well, I'm going to, listen, she's your wife. I'm going to go with what she says. So, I, don't even, I don't even argue with her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> July 23rd, 1988, a 12-round unanimous nod, of course, over uh, Rocky Lockridge. It came in at 43 and 5. The, the old Arco arena was, wasn't the old Arco, right? Yes, sir. Okay, now. First one. Now, now this, was the second one in the new Arco? Uh, yes, it was. That was the last fight in, of the first Arco in that was the the second fight was the was the first fight for the New Arco. Okay, so Tony Lopez was a guy that basically built the house. He was the house guy there at the Arco Arena, and man, he had some great great crowds there. And Molina fights. I mean, the Paez fight. Whoa! I mean, what was your best experience outside of winning the world championship fighting in Sacramento? You know what? Honestly, dude, you know, because I'm a people person, dude. I really am, and, and I like people. Uh, uh, I think the best experience out of everything, of winning all these titles, is the people that I meet, the places I go, the people I've met. I mean, dude, it's it's amazing. Uh, you know, being a world champion, you know, you never really think about it, but I guess back then, I couldn't go anywhere without somebody knowing who I was. Hell, I was on the Eiffel Tower one time and somebody knew who I was. Uh-huh. It, I mean, it's just interesting. It's just, you know, and me, I like more people person, so I like to meet people, you know. So to me, it's, I think that's the most amazing part of it. You, you know, know what? I, I think that's what you, know, you and I have traveled abroad. I think the people that haven't traveled abroad don't realize there are really nice people in other countries and things like that. I mean, you always want to think that they're, 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 they're the boogeyman and things like that. But, you know, I've been to all over. I've been to 31 countries. I'm going to Hungary next month. And, oh, right on. Yeah, and, and, and I can see people people all over the world are really nice. When we want to drop bombs with that crazy stuff, I'm just not with it. Um, Tony, Rocky Lockridge on hard times, man. I did a story on him, I guess, about a year ago. He was all cracked out living in New Jersey on the street. Yeah, and, and you know what? That that's a, You know, when I first heard about that, man, it was actually kind of, it was kind of like bad, I mean, bad, obviously bad news, but, you know, getting to, to, to know him from, from, from a boxing standpoint, and just watching him, you know, because I like to, my dad always told me when I was a kid to shut up and listen, and you'll learn a lot more. So I never really talked a whole lot until now. Yeah, right. And, but, you know, watching him and watching his family, you know, his family was there, his kids were there, you know, his wife was there. I mean, he just, he had, he had the, the picture-perfect life. 
from what I saw from from when he came to the second one of the fight that time. And to see him on that show totally blew me for for a loop. You know, I was like, wow, what a trip, you know? Yeah. I mean, because I remember him being a family man, having good kids, great wife, just uh, the downright, the, the American family dream, you know? Yep. Well, here's what Tone, here's what's up, Tone. You don't mess around with crack. You're no. tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing. Tony Lopez is going to stick with us for a while. We're talking boxing coast to coast and worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio, and of course, iHeartRadio.com slash talk. And you add Ring Talk to your daily post. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're kicking it on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Hi, I'm Joe Theismann. No matter what stadium I broadcast from, I'd always have to find the closest bathroom, just in case I had that sudden urge to go. My prostate was giving me fits, but then I heard about Super Beta Prostate's nationwide million-bottle giveaway, and I got a free bottle. What a difference it made. I don't have to go as often, and I don't have to get up at night as much. Now I wake up refreshed and ready to tackle anything. What's so special about Super Beta Prostate is that it's the most widely used supplement supporting a healthy prostate. Super Beta Prostate has sold over 5 million bottles, and it also has a trusted 10-year history, and it's all natural. There's no reason to accept the issues that come with an aging prostate. So get Super Beta Prostate today. Call right now and you'll learn how to get a free bottle of Super Beta Prostate. Pay only shipping and handling. Call 1-800-503-8947. That's 1-800-503-8947. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call 1-800-503-8947. That's 1-800-503-8947. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. It's a fact. You can make thousands of dollars flipping houses. Discover the secret house flipping formula from Dave and Pete, the stars of A&E's number one hit show, Flipping Boston, for free. Hi, it's Pete and Dave. We're giving you our flipping formula for free. It's what we use to find the right house, flip it fast, and get paid. It's time to stop just talking about flipping houses and start doing it. Now is one of the best times in history. USA Today reported that you can make thousands of dollars in profit flipping houses. In New York City, the average profit was over 180 
18 grand. Omaha, it's over 71,000 bucks. Lake Havasu, Arizona, the profit per flip was $87,000. And we're going to show you how we do it for free. Stop dreaming. The houses are there. The opportunity will never be better. And for a limited time, the flipping formula is free. Call now, 877-272-3480 for your free flipping formula strategy guide DVDs. Just pay processing. That's Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Like the guy says, you're going to eat lightning and you're going to crap thunder. The Pat Valentino that you heard there, the challenger, and didn't fare well, TKO8, Ezra Charles, that was the Kizar Stadium four, 64 years ago. He's our stadium here in San Francisco, California. Pat Valentino became the Mater D. Um, I can't remember the restaurant now. Scomas on Fisherman's Wharf. And I remember one night we had a few drinks. We limoed around and we had a few drinks. We went in there and he said something to the effect where uh, the lady says, we have no tables. We're blah, 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 blah. I says, Pat Valentino here. So Pat comes out there, gets us a table, sits me down. He says to me, uh, when are you fighting again, kid? I said, uh, I don't know. I said, Maybe in a month and a half or so. He goes, you might sober up by then. Said, Ooh, okay, Pat. Pat Valentino, a great guy. Wasn't the most articulate guy in the world, but what a sweet, sweet man he really was. He passed away about two and a half years ago. We held a benefit for him, a little party his family did in South San Francisco, California, at Malloy's. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the line from Sacramento, California. 25 years ago, became the world champion for the first time. Tony the Tiger Lopez, a record overall. 50 wins, 8 losses, a draw, 34 KOs, 2 world titles. Did you know that the guy that you that, that you uh, fought for the world title, Ding Bon Tabella, the 135 pound guy? Do you know he was winning? He know he won a 168 pound WBC title. Yeah, was that? A, I heard. Is that amazing? What is that amazing? That's nuts. I, well, he had the height to do it, so he was big enough to do it. I know, but you know, you and I know put on we put on five pounds, and it's an issue. You know what though? I want you know, but I I don't know. I think I would have did better as a 147 pound fighter. You think you would have? Oh, yeah. I felt a lot bigger, a lot stronger. 
I was definitely stronger. At You've been toned. Here's I used to feel the same way fighting at 140, okay, thinking I could fight better at 147. Then I fought at 147, and they were so strong, Tone. They were so strong, and they hit harder, and they were a little bit bigger, and the bone structure was a little bit bigger. So I think the bone structure, I, think, I don't know. I, 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 I put it this way. I was a big junior welterweight, but I was a small welterweight. And when you're a small welterweight, you're not going to do that well at 147. Well, that's that's because you're t- in times that we fought, it was a lot tougher than it is now. But even even at that, because I walked around at one sixty, and then I fight at one thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, and then obviously it got it got harder to make, so I had to move up. And even even making one thirty five was hard. I mean, you know, shoot, I fought I fought one of my fights I had on my comeback trail. I fought at one sixty five, I think I weighed one sixty five, and obviously that was a little bit too heavy for me. I felt like a little pig in a ring. I really did, and I, like I. Couldn't even move. Ended up stopping that guy in like in about seven, six, seven rounds. Uh, and we're not even sure what he weighs. He never really weighed in. We didn't see him weigh in anyways, you know? Yeah, I, I fought a guy that didn't weigh in one time. I was a little bit suspicious, but uh, I fought him anyway and beat him. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, to me, you know, in that part of it, once you hit world title status and you've had a few world title fights, I mean, here's really what it is. Five pounds ain't really going to make a difference. You know, ten pounds ain't really going to make a difference. You know, yeah. It's really not. You know, it's like when I fought Chavez in Mexico. You know, ask me today how much he weighs. Hell, I don't know. We, no one knows. He never really weighed in right. Hey, hey, when Eric Morales and Eddie Croft, Eddie Croft hadn't fought in like three and a half years. He has that eye injury where his eyes hanging over, over it, the eyebrows hanging over it and things like that. It doesn't look very good, but he's a wonderful guy, a trainer now. But he went down to uh, Mexico and he fought Eric Morales for $25,000 cash, $25, cash that I think Jeff Ruff got for him that he smuggled back in his underwear. But anyway, he went down there, and the weigh-in, when he came in for the weigh-in, the weigh-in was in Eric Morales' hotel room. There was a scale in there, and Eric was sitting there drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. So that's how serious, <laughs> that's how serious Morales was taking Eddie Croft. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, see, but I mean, when you, leave, when you leave the state, it really is. And, and through my boxing draft, I, you, know, you kind of know it anyways, man. If you go to a different country, you know, and you're the world champion, you're going to, if they're paying you enough, I'm going. You know, because I've always figured it's not being cocky. It was just the way I was thinking at the time. You know, I went to South Africa because yeah. I figured, okay, well, if they pay me enough to go, I'll go. Because I know if I don't knock him out, I'm not coming home a champion. I understand that. That's just the way the, the, the game is played, and you got to understand that. When I went to Mexico, I felt the same way. You know, and, and and when I went to South Africa, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the fight, but you know, I, I mean, I felt I bet. I'm not, I'm not only beat him up, I beat him down. Yeah. I, I mean, the next day at, at the hotel, you know, he got to stay at the palace. And back then it was still apartheid, right? Mm-hmm. And African-Americans couldn't stay at that. They could, you know, if they were Americans. But there, they really didn't stay there. And then, uh, But he got to stay the night there. And the next morning we got up, and he had these big old Hollywood glasses on. And he still see the swollenness outside of his eyes. You know, people say, hey, come take a picture, you guys. So I went, oh, shit, I look like I walked in the ring the next, the day before. I looked the same. Yeah. I went over, they gave him a hug, and he grabbed me, like, oh, like, like his ribs were all jacked up. Man. So to me, for me, that, that next morning, for me, was a satisfaction. I did my job, and I did my job to the best of my ability. Whether I came home a champion or not, I did my job, you know. So that was a proving point for me for that fight. Tony the Tiger Lopez is our guest, folks, of Sacramento, California, is what he calls home, of course. Born and raised, um, trained by his late father Sal Lopez. You, your father was was a kick at times. I mean, he he was quiet, and the other times he was noisy. I mean, he he sort of he was, he was able to put on all the hats. 
Yeah, he was a sleeper. You know, he's a really cool dude. <laughs> he really was. I'm not just saying it because he was my dad, but, you know, because most times it doesn't work. And, you know, don't get me wrong. We've had our ups and downs while we were training, you know. And, and, and But that comes along with the thing of training with your family, you know. Uh, it's not always the best. I, I think we made the best of it. It, it, it worked for us for, for a time, and it worked, you know. So, that, I mean, that's why I looked at it. I figured, oh, shoot, I got to do what I got to do, you know. Let's put it this way, dude. If you're the world champion and you can make your family money, wouldn't you rather make your family money than somebody else if they knew what they were doing? Exactly. Good, good point. Hey, you know, you brought up Brian Mitchell. I called Brian Mitchell's house one time when I was with KMBR Radio, I guess about 20 years ago. And uh, you, I guess you were about to fight him around the fight time you were going to fight him. So uh, she, his, his maid answers the phone. She goes, Master is not in right now. And I, and I said, huh? She goes, yeah, Master is not in right now. I go sit to myself. I said, this would make for great radio. Right. This one. So, so what did I do? I called her back on the air. Okay. And she said the same thing. Master is not in right now. I go, who's your master? She goes, Brian Mitchell. Oh, oh, that didn't come over too well. William. Good radio. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to make a point that apartheid, even though it was dead, was still alive and well in certain parts of South Africa. Uh, you know what? When I went down there, it, it was the most amazing. Let me tell you something. For all you listeners, if you get a, if anybody gets a chance to go to Sun City, South Africa, go. It is the most amazing place in the world. I, I've never been to another place that's nicer. It's hmm. that, I, I, it was it was that great. It was it was it because back then it was apartheid. Remember when we fought it was apartheid still. Yep. And they expected to have see nothing but uh, whites in in the seats and or at the fights because they're the only ones that can afford to go, right? Mm-hmm. But when we fought, shoot, I think we're practically the only white people there was our corner <laughs> you know and, and everybody was amazed i think in the and i didn't notice until after the fight but uh in at the end of the, at the end of the fight when the fight was over in the ring the whole top level of this place they have the marine guys all the the army people were there with their rifles and shotguns and machine guns and we walked as we walked out after we got dressed and went out there was right helicopters there was all kinds of crap out there it was crazy i'm thinking i mean i didn't even see all this stuff when i was fighting he goes yeah they came in because they thought you were going to win you know, but when they gave the score, because when they, you know, when they re- read off the the scores after the fight was over, they're they and they had me losing by I think I think one judge gave me three rounds. I think he gave me three rounds the most, and that was the most any judge gave me. And so I'm assuming the crowd thought that I won because it was, you could hear pin drop. Exactly. Nobody screaming. Tony Lopez, our guest, folks. We're talking boxing here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and iHeartRadio as well. Of course, the American Forces Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, mixed martial arts. And this is the Tower of Power doing Loveland, a 1965 hit from the Charles Watt Band down there in L.A. But the bottom line is Tower of Power does a great version of it. You can check it out, towerofpower.com. Hit the message board, and Pedro's song of the month is Loveland. How kind of love. So you're covered in sand up to your waist thanks to the excessive digging of two very ambitious children and you think, wait, did I lock my Impala back in the parking lot? And normally you'd just sit and stew about it. But you live in a time when an OnStar app lets you control your car from nearly anywhere in your world like it's some extremely remote control car, which it kind of is. 
So you tap the icon that zaps a signal that says to your car, boop, here's a signal to flip the mechanism that locks the door that sends a signal back to your phone to say yes. Your car is now safely locked. And you gotta wonder about the guy walking by when it happens. He's like, wow. And you're like, wow. And if you slow your brain for just a nanosecond, you realize just how amazing modern technology really is. All because you drive a Chevrolet Impala connected by OnStar. For details, availability, and system limitations, visit OnStar.com. In 2000, the U.S. national debt was $5.6 trillion, and gold was $272 an ounce. By 2010, the U.S. debt was $13.5 trillion. Gold had risen to $1,421. Today, our government is projecting over $20 trillion of debt in the year 2016. Isn't it time you own gold? You can't control federal spending. But you can control where you put your investment dollars. Goldline has safely delivered billions of dollars in gold to its clients for over 50 years. Diversifying with gold is a smart strategy. Call Goldline today to receive your free investor kit, 800-319-9027. Ask them about payment options and read their important risk information to see if buying gold is right for you. Use your credit card for safety and convenience. Don't wait. Call Goldline today, 800-319-9027. 800-319-9027. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. The American boxer play here, certainly in control of the bout at the moment, but he does have his bad moments as Cooper comes in with that left hand. Oh, he's only just out of range with this one, just over the top of Clay's prickly hair. Just seconds left of this fourth round, and it's Clay poking out one through left hand, and then getting a good left hand from Cooper in return. A very solid one there by Cooper into Clay's face. Now Clay tries to come up the left foot, and Clay is down! Cooper has downed him! Oh, a beautiful punch there! And... Uh, as the bell goes, Clay had just been dropped by a beautiful punch from Cooper. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves. I hope we pass the audition. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. Classic, classic rock and roll. The Beatles, a fabulous four. The fabulous one right here, Pedro Fernandez, of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide airs Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for an hour. We combine both boxing and mixed martial arts for an hour at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Saturdays. And then the Sunday show is the two-hour edition on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and, of course, the iHeartRadio Network, the American Forces Network, the Cable Radio Network. The bottom line is on Sundays we go for two hours. 
from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific time. And, of course, we talk boxing in the first hour and then MMA, the USC, in hour number two. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 28-plus years now, the longest-running fight show in history. You know, celebrating 29 years next uh, next month, I guess, in September. I don't know, a month and a half. Tony, is, I can't believe I'm doing radio that long. Man, time flies when you're having fun, isn't it? Uh, I don't know what happens. A lot of it's been fun. I've been able to travel the world, things like that, have a good time. So it's been fun. Yeah, I mean, I, there's no regrets, but it's hard to believe it's been 20. It's hard to believe it's been 25 years since you beat Rocky Lockridge. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, TonyTheTigerBailBonds.com, folks. That's the website. Tony the Tiger Bail Bonds, of course, is on 8th Street in Sacramento, California, 1029 8th Street, Suite 200. That's in the uh, capital of San- of California, of course, Sacramento. And, of course, he is a bail bondsman. If you unfortunately ever need his services, he's the guy to take care of you. And, of course, he's got TonyTheTigerBailBonds.com or at 916-362-0119. That's 916-362-0119. Always love to give my man a plug, of course. How is the bail business? Last time we talked, you said it was in a bit of a decline because of the economy. Yeah, you know, it's starting to pick back up a little bit. Um, people are going know, to jail more? Well, no, they've never stopped going to jail. It's just that people are having a little bit more money or they're getting used to being the way it is. And, you know, but I think that thing that certainly says that AB 109 and it, it was, with the prison realignment, mm-hmm. uh, that's starting to hurt us a little bit. And then, uh, But, you know, because, I mean, here's how it kind of works. Um, you know, I didn't know how it really worked until I had a client that, went to, for that prison realignment. We had built this guy out a few years ago, quite a few years ago. We'll start off a little small, petty, you know, petty stuff, you know, pickpocketing and stuff like that. And obviously, it grew into more and more more stuff. And I, last time I built him out, he had a $150,000 bell, which he did, I think it was a, an assault, some kind of assault. And then uh, I didn't hear from him for a few years. Four years later, he calls me up. I, I had the phone forwarded to my cell, and he calls me because he starts laughing and joking. The minute he started talking, I remember who he was instantly. And I go, hey, man, where you been? He goes, man, I went to prison. I'm going, oh, he goes, yeah, I went to, to, to Tulare County, you know, got a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. You know, I guess he assaulted someone. They gave him six years. So it's, it's got to be a serious assault. So maybe it's past history, too. Yep. So he gets out. He goes, hey, yeah. He goes, he goes, man, he goes, this prison realignment stuff, man, it's a joke. I'm going, why were you talking about? He goes, man, he goes, I had, he did two years. He had four years left. And they let him out on the on the prison line. But but tone tone. Here's what's up. I'm, I'm we're, we're off subject here. But I'm a former policeman. Okay, I think that most of the people in jail right now for for drug offenses and things like that. I don't think they should be there. I really don't. I think we should have some find some find some alternative to that. I don't think we should spend in sixty grand a year to uh, incarcerate somebody. We can send fifteen to twenty grand maybe and give them a job. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and that, and that works because we do. Well, actually, we have a. You remember remember the the fighter Richard Trino Savala? Yeah. Rich Savala, okay. Sure. You know what he does now? That's mm-hmm. what he does. He gets people. He works for a drug rehab. Place. He does outreach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And so I learned a lot from him. At first, I had I, my my feelings on on drug rehab and all these you know all these rehab places. I'm thinking, man, that's nuts. It, you, you know that doesn't work. And, and until I met him is when I started changing my mind a little bit because I've seen what it does for him or what it does for people, you know. So I go, okay, well, maybe this stuff does work. And as, and as I learned more about it, you know, because he's been in my office, you know, what, six years now? Yeah. And, and I learned more about it. I'm thinking, okay, well, it does work. But it only works for the ones that want it to work for No, them. no, and I understand that. But the bottom line is, you know, uh, I, we can go deep into this, but but we need to – to spend money, I think, on youth and not youth jails. I mean, that's just where I'm coming from. Anyway, let's get let's get back to boxing here. Canelo Alvarez, Saul Alvarez, is going to take on Floyd Mayweather. Of course, Alvarez like 42-0-1, 41-0-1, 41-0-1, 41-0-1, 41-0-1, 
31, 32 KOs. Of course, his only real test was against Austin Trout, and he didn't come through that looking all that perfect. Um, but he's learning. He's a young kid, 22 years old. Of course, Floyd Mayweather now 36 years old, I believe. Of course, he 44 and 0, 26 KOs. Is Floyd ready to crack yet, or what? You know, honestly, dude, I, 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 I mean, it's going to be hard to tell. It's going to be hard for anybody to say that. You know why? Because like when I, when my time came, it, hey man, the fight before that, I just won an NBO title from a young kid, and and I did it in great fashion. Yeah. Knocked him out in what, four, five, six rounds, something like that. Mm-hmm. The next fight, you know, a few months later, I was done. You know, so I mean, and that's mostly how it happens with fighters. I mean, when when father when father time catches up to you, it catches up to you. You know, you may do great in one fight, the next fight you're done. Bye. Yeah, when you oh. beat you beat Jaime Asquedo, who was like he came in at twenty and two, man, pretty good fighter. That was for the N, the W the NABO title, and then of course you lost in your next fight and you decided to retire. Um, was retirement tough, or you just knew? You know what? It, it it wasn't tough because of what the referee told me. You know, he made it. He kind of just well, he's the one that made the decision for me to retire. He helped me make that decision. You know, mm. he really did, and so. You know, like like he said, maybe fifteen from fifteen years from the time I retired, I'm going to thank him. Well, I've been thanking him for years already. So, you know, you know, people won't realize that, that that how much you know power referee has. I mean, you know, referee can a good referee works in a lot of mysterious ways. He can talk to a fighter, he can console a fighter, you know, he can tell a fighter, you know, you got it, you still got it, or maybe you lot, you know, he'll sort of tell you the nice way that you don't have it anymore and. Nobody knows. I think the referee's got the closest eye on these fights as anybody. I mean, he's right yeah. there. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what he told me, you know. And, and But he said it in such great fashion. It, was, it wasn't like, he didn't say like, Tony, you're getting old, you should quit. You know, you have your better days are behind you. He didn't say it like that. Mm-hmm. He put it in, in, in common sense, layman's terms, where, it, where I could understand it. Because my daughter was three. She was three years old. And he said, and he kind of just, he goes, look, when you can say your daughter's name and remember the good times you had when she's eight, turning 18, he goes, then you'll thank me. And, I, and it just sunk in my head. I'm going, he's right. He's 100% right. You know? And so when he said that, that was my turning point. I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. Find me something better to do. You know what? It's fantastic. Because I, you know, I, Bobby Chacon, your buddy of mine. I mean, Sacramento, California, you, both, you and I both watched him fight. Of course, when that third fight with Bazooka Lamone in 1982 was like the war of wars. Remember that? Yes, I do. Yee! I mean, that was like fright. It was like it was a frightening fight, folks. If you haven't seen it, try to look it up on YouTube or something. Like, it's just the mo- it's frightening. This fight is frightening to watch. It just is. It's like whoa! It's like two trains coming at each other. And Bazooka Lamone, not the fastest train in the world, but Bobby Chacon working the body up and down. They had fought three times. I think it was a, this was a rubber match. It was an epic fight. Keith Jackson called the fight in ABC's Wide World of Sports. And then you, over the telecast, you hear Pedro in the background, "Go the body, Bobby! Go the body, Bobby!" And he did. He was going to the body. But that's what I remember about that broadcast. And I just won the Golden Gloves a couple of weeks before, so Sacramento and Chargan were treating me good that day. That was a memorable day, no question about it. But, but back to Chacon. Chacon, you know, he, he, he can't spell Chacon. Yeah, but you know what? You know, check this out. We, we do, a, I do, a lot of, I do a lot of stuff for the community and the surrounding communities. Right? We were in L.A. one time. We are doing a celebrity golf tournament to raise money for something over there. And, and Chacon was there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm not making fun of him at all. Yeah. I'm just telling you my story. Um, Bobby can't say Bobby, but his 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 mind is totally 100% intact. Uh, we're all there's a bunch of athletes, football players, baseball players, you name all former athletes, and mm-hmm. we're all out there waiting for the bus to pick us up, to take us to dinner. 
And so Bobby's out there, and, and, and again, Bobby can't say two words to make a sentence, right? Sometimes. Yeah. Well, yeah, if there's small, yeah, well, most of the time. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so we're sitting out there, and, and we're talking, and all the guys are talking. We're waiting for the bus to come up, and there's some fans out there. There's a guy out there with some kids, nine, ten, eleven years old. I don't know, two little boys out there. We turn around, and don't even ask me how he did it, because again, Bobby can't say two words, but he's got these kids boxing, hitting his mitts, you know, his hands. Yeah, and they're doing it fairly well. You know, that's how he got. got you know, Tony, that's how he got messed up training those kids here in Montana or Wyoming, wherever he was. He had that gym here in California, then he moved to that Wyoming or Montana. And, and he used to stand there. I saw a video of it. He would stand there 10, 12, 14, 15, 18 rounds a day and let these kids punch on him. Punch you know what I'm him, saying? Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's just frightening, man. And, you know, when I saw him, I did a thing for the uh, Golden State Boxers Association, some Hall of Fame thing down in L.A. a few years ago. And emceed it, and he was one of the guys that I brought up there to speak, and I was really worried because I think he goes. So he call, he opens up the thing was, "Hi, my name is Bobby. I've got brain damage or something like that." You know, it wasn't it wasn't all that good, but he ended up making it okay. Somehow he made it okay, and you're right. Somehow he's able to 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 do things even though he's limited in what he can do uh, as far as expressing himself is concerned. He has other ways of doing it. Like if he was blind, he'd find a way down the street. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and that's Bobby. You know what? Uh, so, uh, like, oh wait, 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 wait! Time out. Want to hear the uh, best Bobby Chacon story ever? Yeah, the best story ever. Okay, Sid Tenner was his quasi manager when Don, John Chargan and those guys are promoting with Northern California up there in Sacramento. Remember? Yes. Okay, the great Sid Tenner, Sid Tenner, John Chargan, Lorraine Chargan—they were a tag team. Anyway, um, Sid Tenner. Bobby says to Sid Tenner, "I need a massage." So Sid goes, okay, so I think Sid goes in the newspaper or the phone book or something like that, and he calls us massage. So this guy comes out to massage Bobby. So he brings the table with him, the massage table, and he opens it up, and he's giving Bobby a massage. He's got Bobby all greased down. And then Bobby notices a little pause in the massage for a minute, and then Bobby turns around, and this guy is naked and about to mount him from behind. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. Sid, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so Bobby said, I'm never letting Sid set me up with another massage in my life. <laughs> That's crazy. The great, is, that, is that a great story or what? And, and you know what? Here's, here's what's crazy about Bobby. Bobby was only, what, he's small. He's like 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, yeah. Five, yeah. But he hit like a sledgehammer. Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. My first three years of my boxing career was Bobby's last three years. Mm-hmm. And here's how my day went. I kid you not. I lived on my own. I lived in my own house. And I'd get up at 4 a.m. I'd go run, eat my, come back, re- eat my breakfast. I'd have to be at a brick manufacturing company by 6, toss some brick around all day. I'd get off at 2.30, meet Will Edgington at 3 o'clock at Renfrey Field here in Sacramento. Then I would drive us both to Oroville every day. We'd go on back to Bobby's house, train, do the whole nine yards, come back. We'd get home about, what, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock sometimes, and get up the next day, do it all again. Yep. For the first three years, you know, I, I remember this one time when Bobby was training for a fight, so we trained six days a week when, when, you know, when he had a fight in seven days, six and seven days when he had a fight. Well, it was a Saturday, a Saturday or Sunday, and my head's all bruised up, my nose is about four inches wide, my eyes are swollen, my lips are fat. I mean, he was, we'd go to war every single day. And I kept coming back because, I, 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 you know, I wanted to win one day. That was my goal was to whoop his butt. And so one day, I mean, my, the top of my head are sore, and Will's put on that headgear that had the big bar, you know, so it doesn't mess you up anymore. <laughs> He's putting it on my head, and I'm going, ow, 
ow. <laughs> and from the corner of my eye, I see Bobby in the, in his corner kicking his feet and punching down the ground like he always does. Yeah. He looked at me and kind of like shook his head in, in a no kind of a manner. But see, back then you're cocky, you're not you're not thinking. I took it I took it as an insult. So at that moment, I thought I'm gonna come back every day until I whoop his butt. I'm not gonna keep coming till I whoop his butt. Well, it didn't happen that year. And the, and the next year it was, got a little bit easier because we went to Marysville, which was a little bit closer. The third year, uh, uh, we were training here out of Sacramento on Grand Avenue. Mm-hmm. And there was times when we would say, hey, Tony, take it easy on Bobby today. And you can slowly see the, the, him slow down, you know. The and great, I, hey, yeah, Tony, I got to let you go on that one, man. The great okay. Will Edgington, I want to tell you that Bobby Chacon joke, tell story. Tell that one. Pass it around. Sid Tenor, <laughs> Sid Tenor at his best as a manager. <laughs> Tony, I love you, man. Say hello to your wife for me. Will do. You take these, buddy. Thank you so much. Tony the Tiger Lopez, folks. Tony the Tiger Lopez, of course. TonyTheTigerBailBonds.com. He does it up there in Sacramento, California. Get in the slam, give Tony a call. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll wrap things up the Boxing Hour and, of course, MMA next on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and iHeartRadio. Listen carefully. First American Student Aid can now help consolidate your federal student loans. We can help lower your monthly payment on federal government student loans. Call us today. We'll review your situation and work towards consolidating your federal student loans. In many cases, we can lower your monthly payment in half or more. It doesn't matter how much you owe, how far behind you are on payments, or even if you are in default on your federal student loans. Call us right now to find out how we can lower your payment in half immediately. Plus, we can stop harassing phone calls, stop the wage garnishment, stop the tax liens, even remove your default status. Consolidate your federal student loans, lower your student repayments, and stop wage garnishments today. Call us now. We can help. 800-949-8707 800-949-8707 800-949-8707 800-949-8707 Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more, a $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. 800 631 9229. 800 631 9229. Call Lear Capital now. 800 631 9229. Now, an important message from LifeWatch. I'm worried about my mom. She lives alone. What if she falls and can't get up? What if she has a heart attack or stroke and is unable to get to the phone? What would she do? Well, haven't you heard about LifeWatch? LifeWatch. LifeWatch, the emergency response system. My mom has it, and she loves it. 
Just by pressing a button on her pendant, she can speak hands-free to LifeWatch's care center. They notify emergency services as well as family and friends. Help arrives in minutes. LifeWatch sounds like the perfect solution, but it must be expensive. No, it's less than a dollar a day. For a free brochure as well as information on the new mobile help button, call 1-800-900-4114. That's 1-800-900-4114. Act now before an emergency occurs. 1-800-900-4114. Switchovers are always welcome. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Well, where it goes, one in, one out. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. That's your plan. Oh, just a little something of my own. Oh, stop it. You know what I want to hear. No, I don't. You played it for her, you played it for me. Well, I don't think I can remember. If she can stand it, I can. Play it. Check it. You tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Uh, closing out the results last night for Keith Thurman. Undefeated Walter Wade. Probably the... It's either him or uh, Kel Brook. 30-0, like 20 KOs out of the UK as far as the future welterweight. Sort of stars are concerned, but last night he looked pretty good. He came back, um, he got rattled early, got rattled often, but he was a TKO 10 winner over Diego Gabriel Chavez, who had a big mouth coming in, but the guy did a good job promoting fight. He's now 22-1, 18 KOs. Thurman moves to 21 and zip, 19 wax. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Next, on many of these same Sports Bylon Stations, you'll hear Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the MMA version. Of course, that's noon Pacific time, Sundays. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the longest-running fight show. And here's you want to thank my producers in the house, Ms. Barbara Streisand, and, of course, the incomparable Scott Cutting. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, and most importantly, hit my website, ringtalk.com. <laughs> 